What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stand Up to Sitting podcast. I am your host and Chief Energy Officer, Jeremy Abramson. And thank you, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's show. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the squad. Welcome to this community that we are cultivating in such a special way. I'm so excited to have you on this journey to support each other and really help unleash our potential because you have a unique superpower. You have a unique gift. And it's just about recognizing that and unleashing that and sharing that gift with the world. And we're going to talk about how to do that. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I want to start off by sharing a review of the show. And this review is by Jocelyn Wallace. Jocelyn says, if you want to transform your well-being, get healthy, feel, move, or just live better, then this podcast is exactly what you need. As a doctor of physical therapy, I work with surgeons, podiatrists, primary care doctors, chiropractors, insurers, and so on, all day, every day. Because of the way our healthcare system works, these people are often operating in the realm of managing sickness. So I'm constantly looking for people who can help my clients find a better path. The message you'll receive from Jeremy is one of true healthcare. This information is accurate, effective, trustworthy, and transformative. It will allow you to nourish and elevate your health in every realm and live your highest energy self. Wow. I am speechless after reading that, but I'm going to get over that because we have a podcast to record. Crazy thing is, guys, is Jocelyn, who left that review, I actually connected with her because she was also at the gratitude training that I just finished up earlier today. It was an intensive four-day transformative program from Thursday to Sunday, where 84 of us, 84 brave and courageous souls gathered and made the commitment to get vulnerable, get uncomfortable, and commit to our growth. And it was a beautiful weekend that was filled with so many powerful and transformative moments. And I just wanted to cover some of the topics we discussed. Now, I have to keep some of this stuff confidential because of the commitments and promises I made, but we're going to cover a lot of these topics and concepts throughout the next shows. So stay tuned because these will be super valuable tools for you to really unlock some hidden potential that you may have been blinded about and hiding, okay? And we're going to talk specifically today about language, about language and how language is so powerful and important because our context creates our content. Listen to that again. Our context creates our content, 
And the first word and the first context that I want to talk about is declarations. Because the two most powerful words in the English dictionary, vocabulary, thesaurus, whatever you want to call it, are I am. So what are you going to put after those two words? What are you going to declare? Because we've been conditioned in society that we need to have something in order to do something in order to be something. But like Gandhi said, we need to be the change that we wish to see in the world. So it all starts with being. For me, I am committed to being a leader that empowers others. I am committed to being authentic. I am committed to being vulnerable. I am committed to being an effective communicator. Do you see how just by communicating that and declaring that, I'm creating, I'm creating my future. I'm creating my dreams. I'm creating my ambitions. I'm not saying I am committed to being a more effective leader. I'm not saying I am committed to being more healthy because that's all relative. We want to be concrete. We want to be distinct. We want to be definitive with our declarations. And we've talked about this before with the importance of making these positive affirmations. So what are you going to declare? What are you going to declare? What are you going to be? Remember, our context creates our content. The number two topic of language that I want to talk about is the idea versus have, have, have versus get, okay? Because so often we talk in the perspective of, of, I have to do the dishes. I have to go to work. I have to have dinner and act interested with my partner. I have to go to the gym. But what if we flip the script and change the narrative and instead of have, we say get. I get to do the dishes. I get to do the dishes. That means I had the opportunity to have food on my plate. And now I get to clean that plate. I'm physically able to do that. And maybe I'll take that precious time to listen to an audiobook or the Stand Up to Sitting podcast or call a loved one. I get to wash the dishes. I get to go to work. How about all the people in the world who are struggling just to get by and they're unemployed and, and they're not able to find an opportunity of consistent work? So you get to go to work. You don't have to go to work. And you get to go to the gym. This one really drives me crazy because there are tens of millions of people in the world who would do anything 
to be able to move their body freely. But because of an illness or injury or some other disability or restriction, they're not able to. Maybe they're in a hospital. Maybe they're in a wheelchair. What do you think those people would do to have the opportunity to go to the gym, play a sport, go for a walk? But instead, we're talking from the perspective like I have to. Like I'm obligated. It's a burden. No, we need to flip this script now. So instead of saying and talking and victimizing ourselves like I have to do something, let's take ownership of it and talk from a point of view that I get to. Because when we talk like that, we're going to be manifesting gratitude. We're going to be grateful. We're going to declare a grateful mindset. You see how this is going, how our context creates our content, how just switching one word to another can change the whole perspective that we approach our day and approach our lives. Number three, learning how to accept feedback and criticism in an accepting way where we're not giving in to our ego or the need to feel right and validated. So we did a very profound exercise in the training. And to keep it short, basically what it was is, you know, we went around the room and we told people what we found most attractive about them and what we found least attractive about them. Keep in mind, this was during day two and maybe day three actually, but with a lot of these people, we hadn't had any physical or conversational interaction with. So we really had to go off our intuition and instinct and we had to be brutally honest. And how many times in life are we beating around the bush and we're not really being truthful with people in our lives? But I wanna focus specifically on how we accept that feedback when someone comes to me and they say, hey, Jeremy, this is what I find least attractive about you. This is what you did that I don't appreciate. This is something that you're doing and this is the way it's making me feel. Or even on social media, if someone has something critical or negative to say, how am I going to respond? Am I going to, am I going to get angry? Am I going to react? Or am I going to respond with an approach of appreciation and gratitude? So the way that we were taught to respond when someone said any sort of feedback or any sort of comment to us during this exercise was simply this. Thank you for caring enough about me to be honest with me. I'll say that one more time. Thank you for caring enough about me to be honest with me. And guys, this was such a powerful mechanism and strategy to neutralize any sort of 
feedback or comment that came our way because we often determine things as positive or negative rather than actually assessing and analyzing what someone is saying to us and getting value out of that information because some of the most valuable information we're going to get is when people are brutally honest with us. They might not be telling us what we want to hear, but they're telling us what we need to hear. We all need people in our lives to be honest with us. And that needs to be reciprocal because if we're reacting and getting upset, they're not going to want to be honest because then they're going to be scared about how we're going to explode or turn up on them. So one more time. Thank you for caring enough about me to be honest with me. And I actually applied this in person with this exercise, but also to social media. A few people had some things to say in a recent post in the comment section, and this is the response I gave them. Because it's true. I do care. The fact that you took time to give me valuable feedback, I appreciate that. That's very meaningful for me. Okay, so I know this was a lot of information and I think all of these tools and tactics are very powerful and profound exercises that we can instill in us because language is everything and our context creates our content. So as always, family, we always finish these episodes asking ourselves questions because our quality of life is determined by the quality of questions that we ask ourselves. So the first question I want to ask you is what are you declaring to be right now? If you're not driving, I would love for you to put pen to paper and make a declaration right now. I am committed to being blank. Number two, what is something that you have to do and how can you reframe that activity? What is one thing in your life that you're constantly saying, I have to do? Is it, I have to pay my mortgage. I have to go to work. I have to eat lunch with this person. I have to commute 40 minutes. How can we change that narrative? How can we be living a more grateful life? So what is something that you have to do and how can you change that narrative? Number three is how do you accept feedback? I want you to think about the most recent time or instances where people gave you feedback. Maybe they didn't do it in the best way. Maybe they were more critical than they should have been. Maybe they weren't as constructive as they needed to be. But with all that being said, how did you respond? And how do you generally take feedback? Do you cringe? Do you fear feeling weak and vulnerable? Or are you willing to step into that and own that and be appreciative and say, thank you for caring enough about me to be honest with me? 
All right, guys, that is going to do it for today's show. I hope we forced you to dive a little deeper, to ask yourself some questions that you have to analyze and be honest about yourself because this isn't easy. This work is not easy. On Thursday, 101 people were at the workshop and 83 survived till Sunday for graduation. This work is not for everybody, but it is for you. You have made the conscious decision to spend your time with this community because you know it's going to lead to your growth. You know it's going to get you out of your comfort zone. And I am so excited to see you continue to blossom, to continue to uncover the dirt that is hiding that diamond, that beautiful diamond that you are. You have all the tools that you need. You are everything you desire. It's just about unpacking some of the shit that we have accumulated, that we have created. So you know what time it is. It's time to create your context and commit to stand up to sitting.